So if you have your Bibles, electronic devices, I'm going to invite you to turn to James chapter 2, verse 14. James chapter 2, verse 14, and we're going to walk all the way through verse 26 together today. And I'm, I, we're in between series, and so I've been taking standalone, just preaching standalone messages, really, that, that come out of a burden of mine. And one of the burdens that I have that I just, I just, I just want to share with you this morning is that in America, it seems that we have this thought, it seems that we have this belief of easy believism. In other words, this, it, it doesn't really matter how you live, it only matters what you believe. It really doesn't matter what you do, it just really believes what you think, it really, it's just really a matter what you think or, or, or what you believe. See, James was fighting the, the same issue. And so James begins talking about this issue about how to show your faith. He begins talking about this issue, the difference between an authentic believer and, and an inauthentic believer or, a, or an authentic Christian and a, and a fake Christian. And he begins talking about this issue that your, your, actions are, your actions are louder than words, right? And so that's why I entitled this message, Louder Than Words. And I mean, we know that in relationships, that someone's actions speak to us a lot of times louder than their words. I mean, if someone tells us over and over and over how much they love us and how much they care for us and they'd do anything for us, and yet they abuse us or they hurt us or they treat us in an unloving way, then their actions begin speaking louder than their words. I mean, we can get to the place where it says, you know what, I, I don't want to hear it one more time. I, I don't even want to hear you say it one more time because your, your actions, the way you treat me, the, your actions towards me are telling me something totally different. So this is what, this is what James is talking about. He's talking about this issue of how to, how to display that you're a believer, how to show that you're a believer, or how, how your actions line up with, with what you say. Now listen, this morning we're going to look at the most controversial scriptures in, in the New Testament, for sure, in the, in, in the book of James. Uh, a, lot, a lot of cults will, will take this passage and say, this is a reason that you have to work your way to heaven, and, and salvation and heaven is, is by works. And so it's really important for you and I to understand these passages so when they come knocking on your doors and they present you a dis different gospel, then all of a sudden you can identify it for, for what it is. Uh, through the entire New Testament, the Scripture teaches us it's by grace, through faith, that you're saved. And so James comes along and says, no, it's, 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 a little bit, it's a little bit different than that. He says it, or it seems to be, he says it's faith and then, it, then, then it's works. And so when you just read this, and just real quickly, you think, well, are they contradicting each other? No, they're, they're, they're both right. Fact is, when you understand the context of this, Paul was fighting legalism in his day. Paul was fighting this legalistic mindset that you gotta you gotta observe the laws, you gotta reserve, uh, observe the, the the Jewish religious ceremonies uh, to be to be saved. And so Paul was fighting legalism. James comes along and he's fighting something totally different. He's not fighting legalism. He's fight, he's fighting indifference. He's fighting laziness. He's fighting this thought is in within his church that it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how you live. It doesn't matter what choices you make. It only matters what you think and what you believe about God. That's, that's all that matters. And so Paul and, 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 and James use this word works in the, in the Greek. There's three different definitions in the Greek for, for, for our word works, and they use this differently. When Paul begins talking about works, he's talking about like Jewish laws and circumcision and, and those things. But when James talks about works, he's talking about a lifestyle. 
He's talking about acts of love, which is, which is totally different. Paul focuses on, on the root of salvation, and then James focuses on the, the fruit of salvation. In other words, it was Jesus was the one that says, they, they will know that you are mine by, by your fruits, by, by your actions. In other words, Paul is talking about how to, how to know you're a believer, and James is talking about, you know what, how, how, how to show you're a believer. Here's what Paul said, and then we'll, we'll go back to James. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, he says, For grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not as a result of work, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should, we should walk in them. And so there's three prepositional phrases in here, by grace, through faith, and for good works. And if you get these out of order, you're in trouble. So all the way through the scriptures, even in James, it says, he talks about it's by grace, through faith, for good works. And so what James simply says, that if there's been an internal change in your life, it's going to show in your actions. In other words, that we were created for, for good works. And so I, I just want to walk with you through, through James and give you five things on how to show that you're a believer. In other words, what is this issue of faith? Can we define it out? And so sometimes you can define things out by, by saying this is, this is what it isn't. This is what it's not. And so I'm going to give you four negative statements and then one positive statement. I'm going to give you four statements of this is what faith isn't or not just, and then we're going to give you one that this is what faith is. So here we go. So the first thing, if you're, how to show love, is this. Faith is not just something you say. Faith is not just something that you talk about. Faith is not just something that, that you say. And so we know this in relationships. Love is not just something we say. Love is, love is a verb. Love is action. Love is, love is something that we, that we do. So verse 14, the scripture says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith and does not have works? Can that faith save him? Now listen, he's not actually saying this person has faith. He's just simply saying this, this person claims to have faith. This person claims to be a believer. This person claims to know God. In other words, he's talking about that individual that, that knows all the right uh, phrases and, and knows maybe some doctrine and knows maybe some Bible verses and, and knows some, some Christianese, knows some Christian language to use, but, but that's all it is. There, there, there's, there's no display of that. I mean, here's an interesting thing. This last week, I, I was curious what the statistics were in America as far as how many born-again believers they are in America. And so the George Gallup just recently, I think it was last year, did a, did a poll and said that there are 50 million born-again believers in America. Where are they? Where are they? And why doesn't it affect their lifestyle? Why doesn't it affect how they handle their businesses or have, how to handle their life or how to handle their, 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 their relationships? Because a lot of times we don't, we don't see a lifestyle change in their life. See, we live, we live in America, and we live in a time where, where if someone just makes the slightest hint about God, we say, you're a believer. If, if someone just, just claims to know, you're a believer. This issue of easy believism, see, this is what James was fighting. I mean, Jesus is the one that says not, not everyone. Or, I'm, Jesus is the one that says not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven. In other words, not everybody with a Christian bumper sticker is a Christian. Not everyone who claims to be a Christian, because James would say this issue of faith is not just what you say. 
It's not just talking the talk. In other words, there's something louder than, than your words. That's why he says, can such faith save him? What value is this kind of faith? And, and it's a rhetorical question. It's like nothing. Talk, talk, is, talk is cheap. Listen, I'm, I'm old enough to remember, and, and, and some of you are, uh, probably are old enough to remember as well. But many years ago, Larry Flint, the publisher of Hustler Magazine, um, asked for a private meeting with, with Billy Graham. Billy Graham was coming in to Larry Flint's hometown, and so Larry Flint was, was at a time in his life, he was curious about spiritual things, and so he asked, could I have a personal meeting with Billy Graham? And Billy Graham agreed. And in that meeting, Larry Flint prayed to receive Christ and became what, is, what, is, what was published, a born-again believer. And so it was like headlines in newspapers, publisher, uh, Publisher of Hustler Magazine, Larry Flint, now a born-again believer. But yet he continues to print pornography. He continues the same lifestyle. There was like, there was like no change in his life. See, this is, what, this is what James is fighting. James is saying this issue of faith, way more than what you just, way more than just what you say. The second thing is this, how do we show love? How do we show faith is this. Faith is not just something you feel. Faith is not just something you feel. Sometimes we, we make this issue, we confuse faith with like emotions or we confuse faith with like, like feelings. And, and, and listen, you, you can be emotionally moved and never act on it, right? You, you can go to church and get a quiver in your liver. Uh, you, can get, you can get goosebumps uh, and it never really make a difference in, in your life. And James goes on, verse 15, and he says, If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warm and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? In other words, he's saying it, it, faith is not just sympathy. Faith is not just feeling sorry for someone. Faith is just not an emotion. Faith, like faith is action. Faith, that's what James keeps saying, faith and works. Faith and works. That, that, if, that if there's been a change, it happens in your, in, in your actions. Um, I, I like Peanuts cartoons uh, mainly because I, that's something that I can read and understand. And so one of my, one of my favorite Peanuts cartoons is, is it's a cold day and and Charlie Brown and Linus are inside the house, and Snoopy is outside, and it's cold, and it's snowy, and Snoopy is shivering, sitting on his, 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 his doghouse, and, and the food bowl is empty, and the water bowl is, like, frozen over. And so Charlie Brown and, and Linus are having this conversation, like, poor Snoopy. Uh, we feel so sorry for Snoopy. What should we do to help him? How could we help him? That type of deal. And then, then the caption is, they're, they're, they're walking outside. Well, let's go help him. And so they're walking outside, and they walk past Snoopy, and they say, be of good cheer, Snoopy, and they keep walking. Is that helpful? Absolutely not. I mean, a after church, if, if I was making my way to, to my truck, and, and I passed you in the parking lot, and you had slammed like eight of, of your fingers into the car door, and they're like stuck in there, and there's like broken fingers, and there's blood, and you're screaming, and you're in pain, and you're in agony. And I walk by and say, that'll leave a mark. <laughs> Be of good cheer. And I keep walking. Was, was, was that helpful to you? 
Absolutely not. See, real faith is more than sympathy. Real faith is more than emotion. Real faith is like being emo- is more than being emotionally moved. In other words, what James says is, 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 is it's more than that. You, you do something about it. You act on it. In other words, real faith takes initiative. Real faith follows through. And what James is saying, he's talking about real genuine believers here, that all of a sudden it's practical. All of a sudden they get involved. It, here's the interesting thing, and it's probably just a little bit of worthless information, but I, I like giving worthless information every once in a while. Uh, this is the only time in the New Testament where you see the word sister. He said brothers and sisters. And there's a reason for that. James is like, he, he's like, he is like laying it on the line. He is like, he is like drilling down, saying we're, we're family. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. And because of that, faith is more, faith is more than what we say. Faith is more than an emotion or a feeling. Faith, we, we get involved with each other. 1 John 3.17 says, but if, if anyone has, has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love ab- abide in him? Apostle John, who wrote this, he's having some of the same issues as James. It's like, if you don't act on your faith, if you don't get involved, if there's not an initiative, if you don't really love someone, how can you say God's love is in you? Because real faith is giving. Real faith is genuine. Real faith is generous. I mean, l- let me just ask you a question, and don't answer this one out loud, but who can count on you in a, in a crisis? Who can, who can pick up the phone and call you at, at 1 or 2 in the morning in a crisis? And you'd stop what you're doing and it wouldn't be an interruption to you. And you'd go to a, an ER or a hospital. You'd go to their home. You'd come alongside of them. Because you have this relationship you just you just wouldn't return a text message that praying for you hope it works out all of a sudden you get involved See, that's what James is that's what James and the Apostle John are talking about Apostle John later on in the scripture says that, that one of the proofs of salvation is this issue of actually loving one another because real believers want to want to get involved in other believers life and walked with them and and a, a lot of times unfortunately we're a lot better at verbalizing our faith rather than practicing it we're a lot better at saying what what's what someone else should do or maybe what we should do rather than living it out and and and, and practicing and you know what i i understand that uh, not not any of us can meet everybody's needs. I can't meet everybody's needs. You can't meet everybody's needs. And I, I hope this gives you some freedom. Jesus couldn't even meet everybody's needs when he walked this earth. But James is saying, meet the needs that you can. That there's, there's something that is louder than words, and it's, it's your actions. Verse 17, he goes on, and he says, so faith by itself, if it does not have works, is, is dead. And I mean... James just, James just like tells it like it is. And he's, 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 like, he's like, your faith, if you're not living it out, if you're not helping others, it's not a, 
it's not a sick faith. It's a, it's a dead faith. In other words, it, it was never alive. It was, just, it was just something that you go through life, and it's just something that you say. It's just something that you feel. And your, your faith was, like, was just like never, never really alive. Here's a third one of how, to, how we show love. Faith is not just something that you think. Faith is not just something that you think, so it's, it's not just something that you say, and it's not just something that you feel, and it's not just something that, that, that you think. And look at this, verse 18. He says, but, but someone will say, you have faith, I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. In other words, what James was saying, there, there's some people that for them, Christianity is like this just intellectual thing for them. In other words, that it's a, it's a matter that Christianity is just a matter to be studied and be debated and to be talked over and discussed and poured over, but, but never to be put into action, never to come to the place to where you like actually take those scriptures and apply them to your relationships and pro- apply them to your marriage or apply them to the local church or apply them to the relationships around you. In other words, you'd say this group of people, they're like, stimulate me mentally. But don't make me make a commitment. Don't make me get involved in anybody else's lie. I mean, in other words, for, for, for them, it's just some mental thing. And that's why James is saying, you just got to understand this issue of faith. It is more than what we say. It's more than what we think. It's, it's, and it's more than, than, than what we feel. And so you could look at these words. It's just, the fact is, in my Bible, they're just circled. It just says, um, I circle the two words, just show me. Show me. In other words, faith is something that's real. It's something that's, that's visible. I mean, it's apparent. I mean, if, 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 if a person claims to be a follower of Christ, in other words, it, you're able to see the evidence. So you should be able to see, <coughs> excuse me, you should be able to see the, the, the evidence. I mean, unfortunately, we've got a lot of Lady Clairol Christians. <laughs> Maybe you don't remember that commercial. Remember that commercial years ago about Lady Clairol, you know, the hair dye? And then they had, they had, they had dyed this lady's hair, and they had this conversation, and it's so, it's so great that only her dre- hairdresser knows for sure. There's a lot of Christians, I really believe, that only God knows for sure. This is totally for free. This is like bonus material right here. You know what rips my heart out? about some of the funerals I do. It's when family members gather. And they wonder where their loved one is. They don't know for sure. Yeah, they start talking. About, I remember, I mean, I remember a time when they talked about when they were a kid, they were baptized, or they used to go to church, or they used to go to... I, I think I remember that in their past. But you know what? I don't really know for sure. Because for them, life was more about the Broncos or the Cowboys or hunting or fishing or golf or tennis or, or work or a hobby. I, I never really remember live, really remember them living out their faith. I never really remember them 
serving, getting involved in somebody else's life. I ne- I, and as a pastor, I just got to tell you, it's gut-wrenching for me. See, Chuck Swindoll says this. He says, faith is like calories. You can't see them, but you can see the results. And James is saying, just, man, if you're a Christian, man, live it out. And display it in the way that you live. In other words, this, there's this thing louder than words and it's actions, right? Well, you, you get that in relationships. I mean, you guys know me and, and, and some of the stories I tell about me and my family. If I sat down with you and told you the most important thing I believe in life, one of the most important things in life is to eat healthy, right? You'd probably laugh at me. We've heard your stories. And you say, you know what? Instead of laughing at you, let, let, let's just ask you some questions. And so, so can we just ask you? I know you said you think it's important in life and it's important for you to eat healthy. So, so can we ask you some questions? Do you, do you eat right? No. Do you exercise? Absolutely not. Do you, do you get proper rest? No. Do you, do you even take vitamins? Actually, I'd, I'd have to push back on that one because I eat salami. Uh, that white stuff in salami, them are vitamins. I mean, I, 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 I believe that. I, 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 I'll go to my deathbed believing that one. Karen, real quickly, Karen and I, um, we, we just needed to get away. I don't know if you've ever had a day like that. We just needed to get away and hang out. And so we, we drove up into the mountains. And even after 30-something years of marriage, you, just, you, you still learn stuff about each other. And so we're, we're driving up into the mountains. And, and so we're talking. And, and I don't know how the subject came up, but somehow the subject of candy apples came up. And I'm like, well, I've never had one. She says, you've never had a candy apple? I says, no, I've never had one. I had a caramel apple one time and hated that. So I've never tried any, anything in that whole family of apples. I've never done that. And so we went through a, a small mountain town, and there was like a candy shop. And so we went in, and she says, I'm buying you a candy apple. And, and man, I saw that thing, and I'm like, I've never loved you so much as I love you right now. This is like awesome. And, <laughs> and so I tried my first cinnamon candy apple, I'm just telling you, it was amazing. I now love apples. I now love apples. But, but you know what? Our actions, our actions can speak louder than words. And, and so we understand this in relationships, right? Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. And I'm so sorry, I cannot hear you because your actions are speaking louder than your words. And James would say, you know what? Christianity, our faith is the same thing. Real faith is more than what we just think. In other words, real faith is visible. Real faith can be displayed. Real faith, you, you could like prove it. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. And so th- this doesn't happen overnight, but this is a, a change that slowly begins happening in someone's life. I mean, if, if, you, if you grab hold of, a, of, of an extension cord with 220 volts in it and you get shocked, I mean, you may not be able to see it, but you're going to know it's there, right? And so I... I personally do not understand how someone as powerful and as big as God can come, come into a person's life and it not change them. It not be displayed in their life. And James is saying that our faith should be so big it changes us. 
Listen, I'll never forget the story. And in fact, there's a book I read on, on President Jimmy Carter's uh, life and, and whatever you think about his presidency and, and his, his politics is one thing, but he, he, he was writing about his, his spiritual life and he was talking. The title of the book is Why Not the Best? And he said something happened to him early, early in his life when, when he was, was a businessman and he was, he was sitting down with an individual and they, they were talking and, and, um, and so the individual looked at him and said, well, well Jimmy, let me ask you this. Said, uh, you claim to be a believer, but is, is there enough evidence in your life that someone could convict you of being a believer? And Jimmy said, for him, that was the most convicting thing everybody, anybody had ever asked him. Is there, enough, is there enough evidence in your business, the people that you work with, you go to school with, you, you live with in your home, your neighbors? What, is, is there enough evidence? And when Jimmy looked at that, he said, no. It's just something I kind of think. It's just something I kind of believe. It's just something I kind of feel. It's something that I only really do at church. And it radically changed his life. Toward the age of, of 90, Jimmy Carter still teaches a Bible study in his local church every weekend. So here, here's another one. Faith, is, faith is, is not just something you believe. Faith is not just something you believe. So it's, not something that you, it's just not something you say or feel or think. It's, it's not just something that, that you believe. Verse 19, you believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. In other words, all of a sudden, James says, you know, good job. You, you've got good theology. Good job. You, you understand, you understand that, that God is one. I got to tell you, even, even the demons believe that. Even the demons get that. Even the demons understand that. And you're not going to see the demons in heaven, right? Because they haven't surrendered to the lordship of Jesus Christ. They haven't made that decision. They haven't made any changes in, in, in their life. And so James is coming down to saying, you know what? It's even more than having the correct doctrine. It's even more than having the correct beliefs. And he says, because even, even the demons believe that and they shudder. In the Greek, that means to bristle. It means, where, it means to be so scared that your hair stands up on, on end. And, but the word believe means this, to trust in, to cling to, rely on, to commit yourself completely to. And I'm telling you, there are a lot of people going to miss heaven by 18 inches. It's here. It's in their head. It's never made it to their heart. It's just been something they believe. It's been something that they think. It's been something that they say. But they've never accepted it in their heart to where there's been this, this, this lifestyle change. I mean, this issue of believe means to put, put all your weight on, to put all your, your trust in. It means what James would say, and the evidence of that is, is the decision that you make, like, like, like the chair that you're sitting on. By faith, you could look at that chair and you can say, you know what? I believe that that chair is going to support my weight all the way through a worship service. But to really believe that is to sit in that chair and put all your weight on that chair. It's something that you do. It's the next step that you take and what James is saying. It's more than just, it's more than just beliefs. The last thing is this, the positive statement is this, is faith is something that you do. 
Faith is something that you do. James is simply saying faith and works, faith and works, that works are the evidence, are the visible evidence of what you believe internally. And so James gives a couple of, of, of examples, and he uses two different people, Abraham and, and Rahab, and they're two d- totally different people. Abraham's a man, and Rahab is, is a woman. Abraham is Jewish, and, and Rahab is a Gentile. Abraham is a, a patriarch, and, and, and Rahab is a prostitute, and Abraham is a is a somebody, and Rahab was a nobody. Abraham was a major character in Scripture, and, and Rahab was a minor character in Scripture. And so James is using these two, two guys, Abraham and Rahab, to show it, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter the background that you come from. What matters is the one thing that you have in common is, is they have in common is their faith in God led them to, to actions. It was this issue of faith and, and works. And so he says, verse 20, Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works side by side. And faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness and he was called a friend of God. And so he says, how do we know that? Because Abraham's faith and Rahab's faith was like visible. He said Abraham believed and it was counted to him as righteousness. And he was called a, a friend of God. In other words, the, in other words, this has nothing to do with, with salvation for Abraham. 25 years earlier, uh, God said to him that you're righteous and, and, and that you're mine and that you're, you, you, you're, we're in a relationship together. And so he's not talking about being saved by works. He's talking about that Abraham displayed faith. He displayed how much he believed God when God called him to offer up his son. We looked at this in the Climb series when we went through Abraham's life, and that he he immediately followed God. He took his son. um, He he built an altar. He told the the servants that we, we will, my son and I will come back and worship with you. And, 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 and then, then you look at, you look at uh, Rahab's life. Uh, you can read her story in Joshua chapter 2. She was a prostitute, and she saved uh, the spy's life, uh, verse 24. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is, is dead. In other words, our faith is demonstrated. Not by what you say and not by what you feel and not by what you think and not what you believe, but what you do. He says that we're justified by works and such a interesting greek word in their time it was a it was a financial term it was it was mean to prove yourself right in other words it was used in a in a financial term that if i if i stopped you after the service and said hey could i could i borrow 20 bucks uh i i need some lunch money for me and my family and you know could i could i borrow 20 bucks and then i'll pay you back next sunday and you said, sure. And so you reached in your pocket and you gave me 20 bucks. I took it. I said, I'll pay you back. I will pay you back next Sunday. Next Sunday comes along. I see you in the foyer. I pull out of my pocket 20 bucks and I give it to you 
That is, that is this word justified. I'm proving myself right. I'm proving my words right. In other words, my actions are lining up with what I'm saying, and I'm proving myself right. That's what James is saying. James is saying that talk is cheap, and we have to come to place that we put our money where our mouth is, that, that our actions in life and in the spiritual life can, can speak louder than our words. That's why 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, Examine yourselves to see whether you're in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do you not realize this about yourself, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test? I think it's so important from time to time that we just test ourselves and ask ourselves the same question that Jimmy Carter was asked. Is there enough evidence in our life not by what we say, not by what we think, not by what we feel, not by what we believe. But is there enough evidence in our life that we're a believer and we live out our faith? Would you bow your heads with me and close your eyes?